Welcome to the Organic Matrix. We are organic beings living on this matrix we call life. If you enjoy mind-bending conversations and health and wellness tips, subscribe to this channel and you won't be disappointed. Today's episode is super exciting. Today our guest is Kelsey Campbell. If you don't know who Kelsey Campbell is, she is an Olympic freestyle wrestler. Kelsey was born in Alaska and she grew up in Oregon. Kelsey started wrestling her senior year of high school. She started wrestling at a time where it was taboo for women to wrestle. At this time, there was only male teams. Kelsey started off wrestling in high school and college in a men's league. She has been setting historical records for women all over the world. Kelsey Campbell's participation and contribution is a big part of why female wrestling is expanding today. Coming up, Kelsey shares with us what it was like for her to navigate through her Olympic experience while battling with a serious injury. That was my first really major injury that directly impacted me on a big stage. Um, and it was just super, super lonely. And I even remember one of the coaches at the training center telling me that if I ever felt like I was upset or emotional that, I, and <laughs> it's crazy because this, it wasn't said to me in like, uh, we just want to make sure you're okay. It wasn't, it wasn't like that. Um, this coach had said, cause I was upset about the injury. I couldn't like train and no one really knew that I was injured. And he was like, yeah, he basically just said, people shouldn't see you weak in here, you know? And, you know, that's like, that's true. There's a time for that, but like, I don't know. That that was like my first Olympic team. And even like, I mean, a lot of things they did with us, they don't do it that way anymore with the teams now. I mean, and that's, they've, they've made a lot of adjustments with the whole process because I, I just had like a few scenarios like that where it was just very tone deaf and it's like so just if I feel sad make sure I hide okay <laughs> um but yeah like you know people wanted to talk about it but they don't really want to talk about if it's hard and if it's hard like you should probably leave the room so yeah I mean it was just it came from everywhere like you talk about, I don't think people try to be manipulative, but I do think people, um, I think people just don't have as much an understanding or insight as they think they do. Um, because people said things like that to me. I mean, it was coaches, it was teammates, it was my trainers, it was random people at tournaments. <laughs> There's like this expectation to just ignore what I am feeling so that you can get what you need right now which I guess is kind of a cultural thing but um yeah so I just right it's like oh that sounds so familiar um the only reason I even got surgery is because I really fought for it I had to fly to New York uh, um my club covered the cost that the insurance wouldn't cover um there wasn't a surgery in Colorado that would even do it I was the number one athlete in the country. And, you know, and a lot of it was an experience, but they didn't really want to. And they also didn't think I had been told 
multiple times that they didn't think that was the right form of treatment. So people are funny, you know, people, um, when you start involving like success or like end results or pain or these little details that make a big difference, it's, it's not just about remember why you started. It's not just about wrestling or doing it for a passion. There has to be other reasons behind it because you're constantly, these really, these types of things constantly happen. You can't change or control people. There's always going to be some high school coach that didn't know better. There's always going to be some fan who does look up to you that says the wrong thing because you're an Olympian and you should be able to handle it or whatever. Um, and real athletes push through pain and what what else have people said? <laughs> like, um, suck it up, shut up and dribble. I don't know. Like, I, I just feel like it's said a million different times in a different in a million different ways. And it has a huge impact. Everything I just said, I didn't make up and it's had a huge impact on the world. So it's definitely worth addressing, you know, it is worth addressing that correlation and just the mental, whether you want to call, nobody wants to say I'm manipulative. Nobody ever wants to say I'm a manipulative person. But when you start telling somebody that their injury isn't a big enough reason to not compete, you're telling them that what's in their mind isn't real. (laughs) That's manipulation. (laughs) So, um, I think it starts with just being honest. It means so much to me that we're talking about this right now because I never thought of it before. And, and, I, I, and I, do, I do research on like the human mind, but I didn't put that connection together, like that big trio, like role model, avoiding pain, and then feeling a little inadequate because there's conflicting thing perspectives. I don't talk about this often because it's one of like the lowest points in my life, but after, like my at the point where I injured my collarbone and I was going through back-to-back concussions with my coach, I was being threatened by like my scholarship money. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Experience in college, like I was uh, before I went, I wrestled in college. I was like, I did everything by the book, like never drank alcohol, like never smoked anything, like just was very focused on my studies and being an athlete. But after I had all these like bad experiences with my coaches, um, and like wrestling with the concussion, and then having them tell me that my collarbone injury that was painful was not real and then on top of that they were threatening my scholarship which i would i had to drop out of school later on because when i lost my scholarship i couldn't afford to be there i couldn't afford food a place to stay or even pay my tuition so 
all of that led me into becoming, uh, getting into an addiction. Like I started using drugs to try to take away my pain. And I started using drugs to try to escape the reality that everything I worked so hard for was like vanishing before my eyes. And also started using drugs because I was very confused about my identity. So I wanted to mention that because if there's any athletes listening to this, you're, I just want them to know, like, I want you guys to know that your mind, your mental health, your body matters so much more than any mentor, any coach, because they're not going to be there when you're in recovery. Like, that was the saddest thing. It's like, I lost the family I depended on, the wrestling family, kind of whittled away into, like, nothing after I wasn't able to, like, serve that team anymore. So... If anybody's going through like some malpractice within their team, I want to let you know that there's a future beyond wrestling and putting yourself in harm's way is is not worth a couple of matches or being a part of a team. Yeah, <clears throat> sorry, I was just staying muted because I didn't want any noise to interrupt you. But yeah, no, that's, that's all true. And I think too, like, um, I think, you know, even talking about identity, I, you know, I think for me, it, I'd always known that I had struggled a lot as an athlete. I always knew that I had had some extra struggles that some of my friends and training partners, even to this day, have never really experienced. Um, but I realized it wasn't really that. Like I could always, even through the toughest times, I don't know, I, I feel like resilient people, tough people who've been through things like, that's not even what it is. What it is is it's like the scariness and the difficulty of opening up. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's really going through those things alone. It's like, if like, so for me, the thing I struggled with the most during my career was mental health and I was, always scared to talk about it not just because it was in my head but because people say really crappy things sometimes and don't mean to um so you know I just like most people um I had just been exposed to just a lot of ignorance uh surrounding the topic of mental health so I really didn't feel any inclination to share it and on top of that I mean I'd had coaches tell me I think I mentioned this before like if I was feeling or showing anything to like leave the room. I remember one time, and this was one of my closest coaches. I consider him probably the coach I was ever closest to. I mean, and this is somebody who knew more than most about the things I struggled with. And, you know, I remember one time walking into practice and I, and I was having a rough morning and you know, like, when I say I'm having a rough morning, I didn't sleep in. Like, I don't know if I want to keep doing life. <laughs> I don't know, like, that kind of morning. And I've got to go to practice. And, like, you know, I'm, like, really, really, it takes everything I have to keep together. And those were always the days where I'd show up right before practice started instead of early because I'm, like, I'm not really trying to interact. But that day I was trying not to show up too late, you know, and, and I walk in and this coach says, man, Campbell, you just wear your emotions on your sleeve, you know, and meant nothing. And to anybody else, it would have been nothing. But to me, of course, I almost like lost, I completely almost lost it right there, right? 
And then there's the flip side of like, um, so there's like the fear of be talking about it because even your closest comp people that you rely on the most say those types of things. But then on the other side also, it's like, you don't even know what, you don't even know what you need. And, 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 be, and no one's talking about it. So you kind of feel like maybe, like, you know, you're not the only one, but maybe you are the only one. What does it mean if you're struggling like this? Can you, can you have these issues and still succeed? I don't know. These are thoughts that I had. And I think that, I think, cause now what's crazy is now because the sport has changed, people are talking about mental health, right? It's like cool now to talk about. It like totally wasn't. I'm like, wow, like I literally almost offed myself so many times. That's how uncool it was. And it's like so cool to talk about. It's like so cool to hashtag it now, right? I'm like, this is like, it's like ironic in the craziest way. Like I'm happy, but I'm also like, what? <laughs> like, and, and I'm like, man, you know, I think I wish someone would have just said, you can still be great and address who you are. You don't have to ignore these things. And I think really that gaslighting, and, it, and it's weird because in a way it's a coach's job to do this. It's a coach's job to help you ignore the noise. It, in a way it is. In a way it's their job to do exactly what they do. And I think that's why a lot of times when you see heroes and villains, they have so many similar characteristics because they're called to do a lot of the same things they're called to do things people, other people aren't willing to do. And then I think the hardest part of all of it is on top of all of it, on top of the fact that most of your struggles probably aren't your fault, on top of the fact that your coach probably should just be listening to you, that you're not alone in all your mental health struggles, that other people do understand. On top of all of that, you still probably blame yourself anyways. <laughs> and it's like, so I think like, to all the athletes listening, those things are probably all true. They were true for me. And I did have success, I guess, right? Success is relative. But um, like those things didn't go away. And I, I think looking back, it's like, I can say, man, I wish I didn't struggle with depression. I wish I didn't struggle with this, that, and the other. I wish this wasn't my background, but really that's not even true anymore. I think I just wish I would have been more honest with me and just let the real me like exist, you know, like not feel like I always had to be like world changer USA or whatever I was trying to be. Like, even I think sometimes we try to be the person that overcomes. We try to be like, this is my story. Like, I don't know about you, Sam, but like, I still don't like talking about this stuff. I see people like, and I think it's awesome, you know, public speakers and inspirational speakers. I think that stuff's great. I do. And it's helped me a lot. But I, I don't like, I don't like my story being a platform. I only really talk about stuff usually because I know that I could have des desperately used somebody else being that way when I was going through stuff. And it's really just like that constant reminder, you know, but I don't know, I think that I, I didn't, looking back, I didn't need to redo it. I didn't need it, because stuff happens, but I, I think I just wish I would have 
instead of being like, oh, I need to act different. I need to not be myself or I need to act like I'm not sad or I need to act like this isn't a big deal or I need to like eat this way so I look that way or whatever. I wish I would have just been like, man, I'm really insecure about a lot of stuff. Where do we start? <laughs> like, I think that would have saved me a lot of, you know, I think it, it saves us a lot of things that we really don't need to go through. I strongly honor the transparency Kelsey is having while shedding light on her experience. Kelsey's story brings so much perspective on the pressures of a high-level athlete. If you're an athlete with an Olympic dream, or if you know a loved one who is a hardcore, dedicated athlete, send this episode to them. If you have any thoughts coming up that you'd like to share, tweet us at Organic Space Matrix. If you're loving the philosophy and you would like to see more video footage of our show, check out our YouTube channel, The Organic Matrix. If you're more into reading like I am, visit www.organicmatrix.net for tips and more. It was a pleasure having you join us on The Organic Matrix. On the next episode, we'll hear more about Kelsey Campbell's trials and tribulations and how she evolved to be the artist she is today. Thank you.